0: yo what up Rashad?
1: yo what up andrew look at you there's a ring light behind you Uh,
0: yeah (laughs) i got that because
1: makeup i had a
0: delusion what's that
1: makeup tutorials
0: exactly makeup (laughs) tutorials i'm about to do that uh ice cream gang gang make those go tiktok go live on tiktok and make like seven thousand dollars a day that's the dream
1: that is the dream
0: I had the delusion that I would start making the TikToks for my company. And I like set everything up and I was like no nah, I can't do this. Can't do this.
1: <laughs>
0: it's it's embarrassing. I actually have two I have two lights because I thought one didn't deliver so it's just like it's haunting me. It's like taunting <laughs> me. And I have like two unused ring lights
1: surrounded you.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. How, yeah. how are you doing, dude?
1: I'm I'm doing good. You know, I never usually tell people this, but you do have a face for TikTok. I have a face for TikTok. I can see you doing TikToks.
0: Is does that just mean like annoying?
1: <laughs> no, you just you can. I, I would watch you. I would. You watch would watch me. Though. I would. Watch I don't you.
0: know. I maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I would watch me. Mm. You know, there's like. I don't know if you're, like, following the whole, like, Barbenheimer.
1: Discord? Press. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, uh all the, you know, hysteria over it. But Cillian Murphy famously, like, hates watching himself. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy, because he's such, like, a prolific and, you know, talented actor. Totally. And, um yeah, I mean, I like seriously resonate with that. I would like, I hate, I, I don't particularly like photos of myself. I don't particularly like listening to my own voice. I don't really like seeing myself. Um, So yeah, that's that's, that's the vibe. True.
1: That's that's definitely the vibe. Are you watching Open, Oppenheimer first or Barbie first?
0: I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing Barbenheimer on Sunday, kicking it off with Oppenheimer and then watching Barbie afterwards. Like, Afterwards, same day.
1: In true form. I'm doing that too as well on Sunday, but I haven't booked my... I booked my Oppenheimer tickets, but not my Barbie tickets yet, which I'm, I know I'm slipping. Dude, you're
0: crazy. You're crazy. I, I think it's going to like... Slipping. This weekend's going to be nuts.
1: It, this weekend's definitely going to go nuts. Um, do you got a fit for it, or are you going with a party? Or Ooh,
0: Well, I'm actually helping my friend pack her apartment to move afterwards. So I don't know, like I'll probably just be regular. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty like regular every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. I I don't I don't think so. I don't think I don't think that you are. What actually. do you mean? What does
0: that mean? No, I'm, I'm I'm always when I, myself. When am I not myself?
1: You are yourself, but when I see you on the streets You know, I, I think of you as, um, no face actually, like someone, someone friendly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I do think, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. You know, someone that like float, like floating and then just like pulls up right behind you with a ring light and goes,
0: (laughs) oh yeah. Um, yeah. Gay son or thought daughter. (laughs) What's up, guys? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sad that I I was actually looking forward to seeing you last night at friend and guest of the show, Sarah Catlow's birthday uh party on the rooftop. I thought you'd be there because you love food just as much as I do. And honestly, if this wasn't a podcast, this would be the great bake-off and you should you would be on it. The
0: Great Bake Off. <laughs> That's funny. What's your favorite food show?
1: My favorite food show has to be, you know, with the kids where they're like,
0: oh, like the, top chef juniors and yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you can see all their anxieties. And I was like, dude, when I was 13, I never had anxieties like that.
0: No, I mean, also, there was a really good article. Maybe it was Eater, maybe it was, like, one of the food, like, websites, or maybe it was not that. Anyway, like, I read it at one point, and it was basically, like, you know, demystifying, like, how these kids are cast and who they are, and it's just, like, so fascinating. Like, a lot of these kids are basically, like, just, like their parents are kind of show parents mm-hmm. and they're kind of like grooming their kids to be <laughs> like show kids. Right. Um, And like, this is not to say that these kids are not, they weren't like already interested in food, but something that's like a little bit uncanny Valley watching these kids on reality TV is to, it's like how poised they are. Right. And they kind of parrot these like common phrases that have become like the vernacular of like reality tv mm-hmm. and it's always just like it's so weird to watch i'm like wow you're like a little you're just a little baby like how <laughs> do you where do you come up with this stuff but
1: i feel you know, like that's flynn McGarry of gem one have you ever been a gem gem one I, I have yeah because he but... was a teen chef or whatever Oh, I had no idea. Oh, wait, is
0: he okay, okay, okay. He's the guy who was doing um like the hosting tasting like Mm -hmm. a tasting thing in his like house.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's got the face of someone that was in one of those shows. Well, one of those shows and what you just mentioned.
0: Yeah, I actually I had no idea that he he owns Gem Wine. Yeah. Is he well how old is he now?
1: probably still in his 20s wow that's amazing
0: yes 100 percent. i do remember (laughs) like reading his thing on the new york times or whatever and i was like wow this is so fucking crazy i was like i don't know loved pokemon definitely not like food and preparing food
1: no and i don't think you i don't think that growing up you wanted to be a star did you
0: no that's a good question i i think there are a lot of people who are right and who do want that and they end they up do. in like performing art schools and stuff okay um but certainly not myself no. mm-hmm. um i work with I a lot of those oh. those those types of folk yeah yeah for better or for worse
1: they can't mm-hmm. turn it off yeah they're yeah. always dancing. I'm like, yo, I have a small apartment. Can you sit still? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fun though. You don't think that's fun?
1: It is fun. It is fun. It is fun. But they want to be the biggest star.
0: Right, right. I mean, there's enough of the pie for everybody. Um you know, I'm always like surprised at just like how many like massive but also, like, massive niche, like, celebrities exist these days. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, like, I confess, like, I'm a very, very online person. And this has kind of become, like, a little bit of a joke on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But people will will kind of, like, post without context, like, oh, my God, like, this happened to this person. And it's, like, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. And then you find them on, like, TikTok, and it's, like, 2 million followers. I'm, like, this completely escaped my vision of like what is happening out
1: there are you big on tiktok or are you heavily actually active on twitter
0: i i'm heavily active on internet at large i would say (laughs) i am very very active on twitter but i i don't have like a lot of followers or anything i'm just like i'm i'm addicted
1: Right, right Twitter will never die it will but it'll never to be honest with you we just love it so much and then but going to TikTok it's so fascinating because like the most regular regular person has like 10 million followers like a friend of mine that loves getting matcha She's just she has the same Instagram followers as me, but on TikTok, she has like millions of followers. And I'm like, I don't understand this. I don't get it. You don't get it? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean, so this person I'm trying, to they... the,
1: I'm trying to I'm me myself, I'm trying to break the 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 code to see how one of my friends just told me that I have good content and that I could go viral on TikTok. Mm. And I'm surprised that the video that I had of you and Edmund and Sarah didn't go viral because that face you made, priceless.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't actually checked out your TikTok yet. Um, I mean, do do you feel like I'm going to put on my my brand hat right now. Do you feel like you have like a a cohesive brand on TikTok?
1: No, not yet. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. It's, it went from mukbangs to happenings to now just having friends and guests of the show at, it's just like all over the place. It's not, Mm -hmm. I know... I think the what does best is like if I show face the whole time like vlog. <laughs> you got to show mug. <laughs> Give
0: us what you want that pretty face.
1: You know, got to got to vlog. Um got to got to show that got to show all sides, not your one side that you think is your good side, but you know, all sides matter. Um all sides matter totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm always like I love admin reveals i don't know if you or face (laughs) reveals and have you been following what's that guy i think his name is dream he's like that streamer and (laughs) just just watching that whole like choreography and like all the anticipation because he he streams and he wears this this mask right and it's it's such like a tricky thing like Mm. anonymity Like I do think that it grows and grows and becomes more powerful over time, and never revealing yourself is actually like the hardest thing to do, but also the most potent thing. Like think about like Daft Punk, think about Orville Peck. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like so many examples, and then
1: subtract. Yeah, I totally, I totally. You're so right.
0: Yeah, and you and you can't go backwards, and that's what's like so funny about Dream. Maybe with time, what's that?
1: Ion Pack, but they revealed. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And his, like, I don't know, people were just roasting him. And (laughs) I I think he ostensibly just looks like a normal guy. (laughs) But, so I don't really know what people were expecting. Like, some kind of Adonis. Like, I I don't really know. Or maybe somebody (laughs) more, like, you know, trad, quote-unquote, like, ugly. Yeah. But... He's He put the mask back on. Isn't that so funny? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's already out there, though. You know what I mean? Like, everything (laughs) on the internet is written in ink. You know what I mean? And so he just kind of, like, white erased it. But (laughs) we know it's there. We know it's there.
1: There is a face under there.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: I haven't checked out his face, but is it, like, not... Yeah, because it's not... It's not like you know the the model that like went to jail, you know. It's like yeah, like a <laughs> nice. <No. laughs>
0: well, again, like the internet <laughs> is brutal and relentless and unkind. That's so that
1: is true. The comments yeah. are crazy. I know. Yeah,
0: and they'll, you know, there, there's like all these people are like dissecting, you know, the uh, the angle in which he was like putting his face in the face reveal like suggesting that he was putting like his best foot forward and stuff and and you know there's probably some truth amidst all the speculation Mm -hmm. probably lies the truth Mm -hmm. but it's just like so brutal it's like i don't know guys like what did you want like everybody wanted to see the face now you got the face now you're unhappy with the face looks like a normal guy (laughs) it's so brutal
1: it is. It is. I I like this anti chlamydia cuz like I want I think I think I'd be the perfect dream.
0: <laughs> you I, anybody can be dream. Anybody can be dream. It's like it's like anon, right? Remember like the V for Vendetta mask which is you don't see that that much anymore. But we are we are anon, you know.
1: The only reason why i say that i could i could be dream is because i went to a photo show and this guy i like to pull up to the things not knowing who's going to be there and i go dolo i've been doing that as of late and going dolo is is hard because you know you have to bring your you have to bring all the energy of your anxieties of just like, cause everyone's, you know, got different schedules. So, you know what, you still want to attend the function. So mm-hmm. you pull up, I've been doing this as, as of late, but because of all that anxiety of me pushing to go to the one event, I forget about all the other events that's after. So after that first event, I'll just go home right after. Cause like, I'm just wiped from just yeah. bringing myself I go to this one photo show and I chat with this one photographer. He's a very sweet, dude. We we chat about you know because he loves my camera and we we share the lightness of each other's photos. And then he he's like, "It seems like you've done a lot, but yeah, like how old are you?" And I tell him I actually. he's like, "No way! I thought you were like ten years." younger than what you said and in my head I was like really because you look 10 years older than what you said Uh um in my head and and I was like that's crazy I mean I get it Asian don't raisin but I was like the admin reveal
0: no totally totally I um dream I've been like meditating a lot on just like I really don't think that you start to or maybe this is true for different people. And, you know, I guess like how you look as you get a little bit older, but. Like, I've never felt like I've started aging until like the past. Three years, two years, Mm -hmm. and like now I have like. Wrinkles in my face, right? And it is like no matter how much conventional wisdom is out there and Mm -hmm. parables about aging like it does kind of it's a little affecting I will say
1: it is it truly is I I can I attest to that only because of the fact that because I've had skincare gurus on the show oh hell yeah and have put on put me on to like I already have like a great skincare regimen and also because of being with a lot of women in the past that have shown me their skincare regimen that put me on it, I have now have became fully formed in my skincare regimen that like totally that like now it actually shows like all these people they're like yo what is it like yo I'm no Frank Ocean Omar Apollo
0: but (laughs) yeah sure
1: I'm dream. You could be,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you could be all three. We can all be dream.
1: It's just, it's just like, I get like, yo, aging's gonna happen to everyone. And Mm I'm not, I'm not out here, you know, pulling a vanilla sky and going back. Oh, I love that movie! Great movie. You know, fun fact during lockdown, I was a gigantic runner before lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very in the running scene and then what during lockdown i ran one of my like i used to do long distance running one of my runs i would run to times square like twice a week and it was was empty like straight up vanilla sky
0: damn that's so crazy
1: i did it a couple times yeah and it was did you
0: ever like put a GoPro on your chest
1: I should have no I wasn't into I wasn't into like tech stuff at that time but I did run with like my my film camera and I did get some awesome shots but it's funny that you say that because now I'm really into tech stuff Mm -hmm. like just like you know how vloggers or whatever they pull out all these like cameras gadgets gadgets and stuff i'm not going that far but now i pull up to the function with a lavalier mic and so next time i see you i'm gonna be like your thoughts (laughs) (laughs) andrew your thoughts Yeah, yeah i love that
0: no i feel like uh yeah any moment is for at any time you could do a candid interview
1: and that's how we go viral baby
0: exactly exactly yeah no i i you've actually just made me wonder like how soon is too soon for like the photojournalism photo book of like covid too soon now will be more relevant in five years
1: maybe in five years i just think that people want to forget even though they can't i think they just want to like move on because like even the conversations that i had last night everyone's it's not hate traveling anymore. Everyone's traveling, traveling, all going at the same time. Wait,
0: what's hate traveling?
1: Not like, so I it was more like revenge traveling. It was in 2021 <laughs> where everyone just like would break all the rules and just like still because you could still fly if you want. Right, to. right, right. So now everyone is on the same. Wavelength. Wavelength. More or less. Of, yeah. Of just we're going to we're just going to book. For traveling and we're going to travel everywhere and sure we're, we're gonna now run into like our friends even right in different countries even though we haven't spoke of it's Right, happened countless of times and so yeah oh, and there's no God.
0: shaming anymore
1: there's no shaming there's no shaming it's so funny i wish you were there last night because johan one of johan's friends this white dude he was so funny he just always kept breaking in the bit but like you know ever he's like the only white dude there i believe and like all of us honored guests, (laughs) honored guests. we were just like (laughs) telling him like yo what um can you give us your impression of um these different you know archetypes archetypes of like asians and like, oh. no it was really funny cuz he was like, he would just make this joke he would be like yeah i'm the minority here and i'm like
0: lol <laughs> oh, please perform for us do cantonese now that's hilarious how good were the impressions
1: no he didn't do it cuz obviously
0: <laughs> i actually think that's more racist at that point not to do <laughs> There's no cameras.
1: <laughs> There's like, there, Even though everyone's got a camera.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's really funny. <laughs>
1: Shot and this is where many hats presented by Desarm. You can check out all the episodes of the Where Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wheremanyhats.com. read Rate and comment the Where Many Hats show on Apple Podcasts and drop five stars on Spotify. WMH and Desarm is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Andrew Young is a diva that I enjoy talking with out and about on the streets of New York City. Andrew has stories that are filled with laughter, good food, and memories. When I met Andrew, he was showing me what he was working on, which was keychains for his brand Pentrum, which he also does the marketing and e-commerce for. Finding out that Andrew is the co-founder of Pentril, I wish I met him during my days of going to streetwear trade shows such as Agenda. I met Andrew at one of my favorite parks in Bedside, Brooklyn, Herbert Von King Park, where we bonded on food, reality TV, and the Asian diaspora of which happened. All on the fourth of July with a bunch of other like-minded Asians who enjoyed grilling and shitting on America. Although Andrew's from Toronto, Canadians are very nice. I wonder if Andrew is gonna see Drake on tour. Backgrounds aside, I thought Andrew should definitely come on the show, talk about pins and sins. Please welcome Andrew Young to Wear Many Hats.
0: That was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> I I have yeah, no notes. That was an amazing intro. Thank you.
1: Thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah, I um, I will not be seeing Drake, but <laughs> I wish I was. I I don't really go to that many concerts anymore. Actually, I would rather I would sooner see Beyonce before
1: Drake. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, both hard to score tickets too.
0: Yeah, I have been seeing a lot of stories of Drake on my like timeline lately and it does give me like a twinge of jealousy i'm sure he puts on a show i've never seen him live
1: i've seen him live good Uh, show once i was very young but yeah it was a good show it was a long time ago back in philly but the shows now i want to go but honestly i'm just i don't know it's interesting you you know you mentioned you sing it on people's stories. It's like if you're singing it on stories, do you really have to be there?
0: Mm. yeah, I mean, it's funny. i I talked to one of my my best friends, Andy, about this a lot about the the experience of going to to concerts and what the future of concerts will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen like that new? That new um, like venue in Las Vegas, the big orb.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this? I I have seen that where people have been, you know, photoshopping like an eye or like... Oh, Photoshop- that's
0: real. They're oh. like literally broadcasting like a massive eye around on the exterior of this orb. It's crazy. It looks crazy.
1: Mordor baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and I so yeah, I think a lot of people are paying attention to the exterior and don't know much about the interior and right. what is supposed to take place there, but um I think you know the inside theater is also lined with the same kind of like full panoramic 360 video and I I think they the aspiration is to have like kind of crazy VR concerts there, crazy, yeah. And it's like I can kind of conceive of what that experience might be like, um, but I think we're talking about something completely new, um. Unlike, and yeah, I think like uh,
1: everyone knows what Barclay Center looks like.
0: Oh, totally, totally. Um, but sorry, this is kind of like a separate thought. But anyway, um. Yeah, I mean, the experience of, like, being in the venue, feeling the excitement, hearing the music live, no matter how crappy it is, is kind of, like, the totality of the experience, right? Like, I think the only reason people endure long lines and crowded theaters and not, like, not being able to go to the bathroom and $8 waters or whatever is, like, is that it's almost like you have to suffer in order to actually feel the the the, the entire experience right, right? it's kind of like the, the price you pay and then it makes the experience even greater because you have kind of suffered through something
1: hmm I never really thought about that usually when you hear like you suffer you're like I'm never going to that I'm never going to it ain't no picnic festival again
0: right that is that is 30 year old talk <laughs> And that's where I am now. I, I I when was the last time I went to a fest- music festival? Probably like 2015. Um, I think it's like VIP or nothing at this point. Also,
1: oh, that is thirty-year-old talk. Every yeah. <laughs> every thirty-year-old fucking talks like that now. It's either exactly. VIP or nothing. It's either guest list or nothing. Right,
0: right. And it's just access to bathrooms, really. It's it's not like I I don't want to be in a a better place um or anything like that like now whenever I go to concerts I'm like the I'm at the back I'm like this is okay I often tell the story about how I don't know if you experience this the same way but like when I was in high school and I would go to shows you know I'd me and my friends we'd push our way to like the very front and Mm -hmm. like our chest would be pressed against like the metal barricade Mm -hmm. and you would look over to your left or to your right and you'd see I mean they're probably younger than me now, like older people who are sitting in chairs in the VIP section and they were drinking and they could buy their drinks without like a fake ID or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, they always seemed so sophisticated and kind of like above whatever we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, wow, it would be so nice to be those people, you know? And now when I go to concerts, well, I'm not, I'm not like always in VIP. I'm mostly just in the back. (laughs) I'm like, wow, these kids seem so much more excited to be here than I am, which isn't to say that I'm not, but I'm like, wow, I would love to be able to have that rush of wanting to be there early, sitting down on the floor, waiting for the show to start. Like, there's, I can't think of a single artist I would do that for.
1: I think it's now. just a- aging.
0: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but also like it's you. You can never have the thing that you think you want, right? Like when mm-hmm. you're young, you're like, I want to be them, and now that I'm old, I'm like, God, I wish I had that.
1: Hmm. I don't think of an artist right now. I think it's. I think that once I entered my thirties, that all shut off because I just remember in 2020, I've never followed a band or be or was a groupie, but I was gonna do. I was gonna like follow Orville Peck and like in around Texas because I've w- always wanted to go to Texas. But like I I thought to myself, oh, I've never followed a band before, but I like loved his first record so much. Mm. Right. And that I wanted to like go experience the shows. Um I also like am into like cowboy culture. So that whole thought whole going to texas and just checking it out doing the cowboy thing doing the cowboy thing you eating know eating some eating some Shania twain smoked meats yeah exactly exactly but now that i'm in my 30s i don't care to do any of that anymore right i'll, I'll just go to regular texas right regular
0: texas <laughs> I mean I think they'll still have the cowboys and the smoked meat um Chennai, Twain famously Canadian um <laughs> from the Cana- from the Canadian south I think like Alberta or something Right uh don't quote me on that um yeah no it, it's funny as like a as somebody from Canada who hasn't been to too many places in the US like I do have like this kind of fake nostalgic yearning for like driving across like the Midwest and like going to the south. Um Yeah.
1: Like I I wanna Canada. Have you ever done that? Like have you ever drove around? Yeah,
0: when my when I was a lot younger, my parents, we would go on, I think I've been to most of the provinces not the ones like in the north like Mm -hmm. um yukon or northwest territories or none of it but um yeah i've been to like alberta and um also the east coast is really nice like nova scotia um prince edward island it's like that I, i always say like the east the east coast or the further east coast of canada is actually what people think Canada is in their minds.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Um, but obviously like the people who make the most noise are like the cities, you know, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. But it's so beautiful out there and the people are like genuinely nice. It's kind of like untouched, you know, like like the Galapagos where all the animals and biodiversity thrive because, you know, there, there's no like, apex predator or whatever that's kind of like nova scotia people that are like genuinely nice
1: (laughs) i love that you brought up like the galapagos like the the environment around yeah like Yeah, yeah, yeah like all those animals i just feel like that's the same way you guys treat your pins
0: huh i've never thought about it that way and i like it I'm going to start using that from now on. Because they're very...
1: Uh, the pins that I've seen, it, it's just very friendly. It's got, like, it's an environment of its own.
0: No, it totally is. I mean, in, pins are... What I do, or what I like most about pins is that... Well, first of all, they're they're super accessible. Right. right. It's like, if you go to a show, or if you go to a souvenir store, or if you go anywhere, like, if you have if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you could at least buy a pin. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, they they also don't take up a lot of room. You can keep them in a box and you can have like a hundred. Um, you don't have to deal with sizes. I hate that. Um, T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Merch. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, shoes are the worst. I I couldn't imagine being like, uh like having a shoe brand that seems extremely chaotic. And you can't even be like there I've never heard of a small business shoe store unless you're like cobbling like loafers or something. Right. Um but yeah, I mean they're cool. Like they they really um you know, they really capture like a uh, kind of moments in time. That's my business partner his his big kind of catchphrase for pens. Like they're they're very souvenir oriented.
1: No, they really are. I remember the pen boom you know
0: <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah um yeah 2014 stand up <laughs> i i do think we're about to i think we're in the midst of like another mini mini boom right now which i guess is you know says more about like the 10 year trend cycle than anything else
1: right no cuz i remember i remember when people had like pin shows in the lower east side my friends over at like Shameless Enterprises would make pins. I a lot of homies made pins. And I was wondering what is this like a lucrative business? Like is there like a
0: That's a great question.
1: The drug war. It's on pretty pins?
0: good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think like what you have to remember is that like when your most expensive product is like let's just say two pins on a card and that's right. $18 that it's a business of scale and volume. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas if you're selling like, I don't know, embroidered hoodies that are 200 bucks or something, you just have to sell fewer of them. (laughs) Uh, So it's, it's a complicated business that way. I mean, everything I've learned about this business or even business in general has been by like operating this brand. Mm -hmm. So this is, I, I don't think this is like, you know, I think it's another one of those things where like maybe somebody would tell you that, but you don't actually understand until you're in it and you actually feel it. And you're like, yeah, totally. I can sell like a hundred pins of every design for the rest of the time. And then you're like, no, that is like completely unsustainable. (laughs) Um, And when we started the brand, that's the way that we were operating. We would have two drops a week and we would just churn and burn designs and do like a hundred pins of each design. And, I mean, it's really good for creating like anticipation and newness, but it's, it's so, so hard to do. So hard
1: to do. Do you guys have a signature pin?
0: That's a good question. I, I think, I think when we started the brand, a lot of it was our, you know, kind of like streetwear oriented pins. Like our first signature pin was probably like our, like the hundred emoji as a pin. Mm -hmm. Um, but today it's probably like our 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 license stuff. So we work with like, you know, the Basquiat estate as well as like the Keith Herring estate. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, probably I, I feel like if if you were to discover us today, it's probably among those or our snoopy pins.
1: Mm, peanuts.
0: Exactly, yeah, peanuts, peanuts. Who oh, I think is also having a moment right now. Trends yeah crazy
1: coming back full circle but friend and guest of the show abby she sent me this like tiktok of this tiktok girlie saying like oh i found someone saying that jean shorts are are mm-hmm. a micro trend like you need to dissect like you need to Figure out how to work the internet. jean shirts is not a trend. You know, it's like, right. So everything's like, people don't know what's a trend or anything like that. It's like what they think is like new.
0: Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean,
1: I and think are coming for, back.
0: yeah, exactly. I think we are now, maybe more than ever. And I might bite my tongue on this and open to be proving wrong, but I do think that we are in a period where you see the most diversity in clothing happening at once mm-hmm. or in fashion. Um, and it's happening, like, the, the trend cycles are happening faster and faster. And there are more kind of remixes of old ones happening faster and faster. And I think it'll kind of happen increasingly faster and, like, with all these niche communities or niche cultures It'll kind of feel like everything's happening all at once. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: I do. I do.
0: Um, like I don't know. I I guess like in 2014 or during if you want to call it like the era of streetwear, it felt like to diverge from that was very obviously off trend. Um, but now, you know. You still got like streetwear people out there, but now you have like Y2K or you have ALD or you have 90s or and it and nothing feels like it's leading the pack tremendously, at least.
1: That's Does that make sense? True. That's... <laughs> no, you're, you're right, because it's like now everyone go your own way. Yeah, everyone I wants think to be a leader you know?
0: Totally. I think, like, personal style is um, at a little bit of a peak. But I think it, because of the current conditions, it allows for somebody to say, like, denim shorts are a trend right now. And for it to sound absurd, but maybe they're also a little bit right.
1: Probably. Probably. You know? You know? I, I do agree. I do agree. I... It's funny that you, you, we sound like trend forecasters kind of in a way, but honestly, it's, it's more like we're just in tune with culture and obviously being online, you know, you've been in marketing for so long. I can see because of all the fire corners of the web, you've been posting on stories. Where do you find your memes or does a meme magician never reveal their secrets?
0: Oh, I I don't think it's that deep for me. Like I'm like it's mostly Tumblr and Twitter. Yeah. I I don't even think I'm a trend. I wouldn't consider myself like a trend uh forecaster.
1: Like just a trendsetter.
0: Uh, a trend. <laughs> I think like it's kind of like it's like you you get closer and closer to like the actual source. Right. There's like an internet hive mind, and like the closer you can get to like the middle the closer it'll feel like you're forecasting. Mm-hmm. But actually, if anything, it's just interpreting or, like, following the right accounts or being on the right algorithm. Um, the I do think, riot. like, the most... Exactly. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not that one. But, uh, yeah, that one you kind of, like, look at the enclosure from the outside and <laughs> kind of, like, tap on it, and you're like, okay, that's that's crazy. Um, but... You know, it's all it's it's always like smaller folks who in like niche corners of the internet who are like the true forecasters, and I don't even know if they consider themselves that honestly. Maybe they do.
1: I don't know. Sometimes you're you're giving like you're one step ahead. You know, people think that I. No, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think, really don't.
0: I mean, for I mean, me, it's. It's like, um, it's just like an impulse. Like I've been, you know, I'm like 30, I'm turning 35 this year. And, you know, as soon as my house had like a 56 K modem, I was spending a lot of time on the internet,
1: like Mm -hmm. on internet
0: forums. And so
1: are you big on Reddit? I have a because Reddit apparently is turning dark. You know, people are turning on it and whatnot. I think it's so funny. Ever all hold that thought. It's like everything that you you truly love is now turning on each other, like discogs and Reddit. Mm. It's it's all like and then you know, Twitter. We're watching like almost a downfall. That's what it feels like. I think it's
0: can feel that way. I think these things are so hard to squash and I think that that's what we're seeing on Twitter right now for as much as you know like a certain segment of folks are saying, well I don't know because Elon owns it now and these are experiences getting worse or harassment has increased. You could still find yourself mm-hmm. like that the community is like so or certain communities are so strong that it's mm-hmm. hard to tear apart. Um and I think like, you know, that's, that's, I think threads can, it can get there. Um, but Reddit, it's ultimately, it, that seems like the most blank kind of platform in a lot of ways. And like, depending on what subreddit you frequent, like your experience will vary tremendously. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but what about pintrill If they got, would, would you sell? Would you guys, if there was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a good question. I think. you know it's funny like now we've been around for nine years and you know i've looked at all the companies that have come and go or who you know started their brands around the same time as us and um you know something that i kind of joke about is that pintril the name was meant to be a parody of pintril right and and now Bentrill doesn't exist. So the parody has somehow survived, you know, the 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 source. Um, you know, what we were what we were parodying. Um, and I do like understand I mean, I was really, really sad when opening ceremony closed, for example. Like I, I kind of joke that like, hey, you know, it'd be like a really great idea for a retail store in New York, mm-hmm. just like make opening ceremony again. Like, you don't even have to create something new, new, new. It's just really, really thoughtful buying. Oh, um, cool editorials, cool store.
1: I miss Barney's so much. Barney's. Wait, is Barney's dead, dead? Barney's is dead, dead.
0: Okay, that is sad. But yeah, I mean, the old retail, old retail is also, you know, Bergdorf's is trying to do something, I think. Nordstrom is doing a good job at something. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't blame people for getting burnt out. And I think that when you do the same thing for a really long time, it's hard to find inspiration in it. Um, I feel pretty grateful, um, that with Pentrell, I mean, we're actually currently undergoing a rebrand. Um, and my team has been working really hard on that and, um, it keeps it exciting. I think like over the course of nine years, I've had peaks and valleys of how excited that I can be about the brand. Um, but I do confidently say that like, I've this is the most exciting that petrol has ever been um, this rebrand. No way. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Maybe it's, it's again, like I I'm saying that from in hindsight or mm-hmm. what I'm feeling right now. And it's hard to compare like, apples to apples of how you felt things differently in the past. But right. um,
1: I don't, I think I always feel, you're right. I always feel like the most happy or most interested you are in creating something will always be, this is my, from work, my point of view is when you first started the idea.
0: Totally. Totally. I mean, I think it, it's always there's a rush that you get that can't be duplicated yeah i mean it's it's oh god i feel like it's yeah i mean it's it's a crazy drug and like there's there's so much adrenaline it feels like you're moving on adrenaline um and now it's it's less that but it's a little bit it's like implementing strategy right it's it's something else i i think it's just um I don't know, I, I went to the Sakamoto uh, VR experience recently at the Shed, mm-hmm. and um, you know, after it, like, you know, every time you, like, see an artist or something, or, you know, go to a museum or whatever, you get back and, like, you know, you get into that artist headspace, and you're reading the placards or whatever, and then you start going down these deep dives, and I mean, the man has lived many lives, and... I don't know. I I did I did feel like the later parts of his life like very relatable. Obviously, he started scoring a lot of films. Everything becomes mm-hmm. a little bit slower. Um, he's also like a lot more experimental. Um, and I maybe I, I don't identify like one for one with every experience, but I do think that you get something else from your work.
1: With is within the company, so that's why exactly when, when you said like the rebrand. I was, I thought, you know, second coming. It's like.
0: It feels like that. It does feel like that. Yeah. And uh, the process, I think I am enjoying far more than when we first started where it felt like, I mean, it's, it's so hectic. It's so hectic. I'm like literally shooting photos on my phone and editing them, throwing them on e-commerce. Like you're, you're kind of, and when you have a really, really small team, you get used to doing everything mm-hmm. wearing many hats perhaps totally hey. and <laughs> um and it's it's a little bit different now and you can be you could take the time to be a little bit more thoughtful about things and it doesn't feel like you're just well it, it doesn't feel like at first it felt it feels like you're on like a high speed moving train and mm-hmm. you're just laying tracks in front of you um, boost on baby exactly and, and you don't really have the time to take a step back and look at what you're doing and make sure you're heading in the right direction. And a lot of that is from lack of experience as well. Um, and now it's different. We're, we're all just literally older, more mature, um, have the wisdom of experience too.
1: Would you take the money?
0: Hmm. You know, I actually talked to my business partner about that. I'm just like, What would you do? Like what do you like? I- I'm not really sure what you know, you need to have a next purpose, I think. And right now I'm finding a lot of purpose in Pinterel. Um, there are a lot of things that I want to do outside of it and after this, but right now I I don't think I would take any amount of money to stop what I'm doing right now.
1: Great answer. <laughs>
0: I was just talking to my I was just talking my my friend posted this recently and she's um she's a screenwriter and obviously with all the the, the strikes happening right now mm-hmm. I was meditating on this notion of you know would you die for art and I think that wow. we're often we often think about, about creation kind of like on the opposite spectrum like hey I'm just like trying to survive and do art not like what I literally sacrificed myself for art. Right. Um, and there's, there's actually a different context and the reason why she posted this, but um, it's just like, a it's a, it's a good mental exercise, you know, like what, what would you do for, what would you actually sacrifice cr- for creation as opposed to like su- survive for creation? That's deep. I don't have an answer by the way. I, I, I'm only asking questions. There's mm-hmm. there's no deeper wisdom here. Um
1: the deep but... state of creation.
0: <laughs> right, yes, the <laughs> deep state of creation. Yeah, I don't know. And and anyway, that's just been a uh, something I've been thinking about. Like I does that make sense? Like I don't think a lot of people are thinking about like, hey, would I die for art?
1: You know, these days when people say art is subjective, it's like really We've made it somehow even bigger. Content creators call themselves artists. So it's like, it's a whole new world to think of. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's an interesting... I'm not like a...
1: People would say this right now, what we're saying, what we're talking about, our voices, is art.
0: Hmm. Do you agree?
1: Another friend and guest of the show... (laughs) King also brought out to my attention that this could possibly be, you know, someone like 10 or 20 years down the line would go back to this podcast to find like bits and pieces of that person's life. Mm -hmm. So maybe Mm -hmm. this could be an encyclical, like a library of some sort or something. But I I couldn't, I don't know. I'm not. Right
0: i mean i do think that like a lot of art or a lot of things become art when they're with like contextualization mm-hmm. right it's like it takes contextual contextualization wow hard word um to review something as art but um
1: do you meditate a lot
0: do i meditate oh no when i said when i when i said meditate i meant like ponder hard
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> ponder intensely Um, no, I'm very, I, I, I'm very bad at meditating. I've tried it before, but I, um, I think we could all benefit from it. I'm definitely not like a meditation detractor. I just find it hard. Mm. I'd rather do like the opposite and like assault my brain with like content and like (laughs) manically like move between like five things. Like I, um, I've been joking about how it it's kind of become like a meme in and of itself, but like on TikTok, where you're like watching like Subway Surfers and then also mm-hmm. like something else, like the jump. Like I, I I intuitively understood that. I'm like, oh okay, yeah, I could do this. I actually like watching the Subway Surfers or the Minecraft parkour guys, and like listening to something on top of it. Um, and I was like, I had this really kind of like post not clarity moment recently. That was like I was like disgusted at myself because I was like on my phone. I had an NBA game on my iPad and I was also just like watching an anime on my TV, like all at the same time. That's insane. And I was like, now only if I was watching a subway surfers on my phone, then that's literally one, two, three, four pieces of like content where you're like consuming four things all at once. Now, like how, how much of your focus is like devoted to devoted to like, let's just say the anime running on the background. Not a whole lot, but I can't help but think that this is like destroying my brain somehow, (laughs) right? Like there's, there's, there's no, there's no question that it is. That that is
1: definitely the. This is, this is your brain. Oh yeah, this brain on
0: drugs. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I um, I don't know if you saw this recently, but there was like um. There's like, uh, somebody was like showing how there's like this baby and the baby is like five months old or something. And the parent is like basically not giving this child any screen time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just like freebasing like IRL life. And then, you know, there's this dichotomy between that and also this other guy who's raising his baby with like all the technology and he called his baby baby gamer which i thought was really funny um but this this little baby yeah (laughs) this baby is like i don't know maybe two years old now and it's sitting in front of a computer like gaming and it's just like an interesting like school or like um school of thought of like instead of unplugging to actually plug in more like i'm actually going to double down and the only competitive edge that I can give to my child is to like fully assault their brain with like gaming and media. And it's like, yes, like I'm gonna teach you, you need to get used to being in front of a camera because the only way that anybody will care about you is to whatever, make TikToks. It's the only way you're gonna make friends. I, I mean, I, I I don't even know that if that's what people are thinking, but I don't think it's like
1: Angie, do you want kids?
0: That's a good question. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: I do think I'm in like main quest mode. Uh-huh. I think like maybe it's like the next quest or the next next quest or like, I think it does have to be a main quest. I think if you treat like having a child, like a side quest, that's probably like irresponsible. But um,
1: anything no. side. What's that? Side- anything side, you know, side project, side check side quest <laughs> never looks that no i think good. i think
0: side chick is great uh side chick is great then you get like <laughs> hermes bags and stuff right like isn't that like <laughs> the benefit of being like the side chick
1: <laughs> so true that's so true
0: yeah that's my goal i would sooner love to be like hermes bag side chick than than have a child of my own that's plan c i
1: i'm with you on the side quest <laughs> Do you do you want to have kids? <laughs> do I want to have kids? I have been told that I am really good with kids. Like when I hang out with like my friends' kids, they somehow see me having like a kid that I take care of. But I'm too busy having fun, right? And I don't want that fun to be taken away from me at the moment. Since I've been like, I mean, we all have, but since I've been. Just grinding so much. I just really want some alone time.
0: Right. No, totally. I I I'm I'm with you one hundred percent. I would think that's like that's the main reason for me too.
1: As self as so selfish as that sounds, I I just need a little bit more of it.
0: I don't think that's selfish. I mean selfish would be like having a child and then being negligent or something. But like abstaining no you're that's total fair game
1: i just want to be like leonardo DiCaprio, on like (laughs) (laughs) wow oh
0: what 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 part of leo's life is uh aspirational to you
1: the dream part you know uh... the
0: dream the dream part the uh it's it's so funny i'm always like reminded every once in a while about i think it was like a blind item Recently, and now it's just kind of
1: not the Titanic part.
0: No, no, no. The how he like has sex with women, and then he wears like headphones the entire time, and it's like very, very like American Psycho, and it's very believable. I think like now people just assume it to be Normal. like the truth, yeah, <laughs> about him, even though, you know, well, who's to say? Maybe, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not true. Um, but it's like. I don't know, man. Celebrities are fucking crazy. I, I don't really wish that for myself.
1: I don't want to be a celebrity. Yeah, I want to. I want to go to my coffee shop and still.
0: And they know your name, and that's
1: it. And they know my name exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and then misspell it on the cup too. <laughs> Rasham, <laughs> is that
1: <laughs> Andrew? Where is a place to hang your hat? Whether it's. You have a nightcap, or when you go home, you want to think.
0: Pondering my orb? Yeah. What do I do? Oh, well, I do have my nighttime, nighttime skincare routine now. I slug. I didn't even know that's what it was called. And mm. Then I saw the TikTok about it. I'm really into this game, Pokemon Unite, right now. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not good to like be on devices before you, like, you sleep, but I play like, when a, you like an hour of that game. Yeah, yeah. Like right before I go to bed, and it's like, it's it it feels like all of your worries melt away.
1: So Pokemon, is there um is there a place you like to go, or is it,
0: it my my house, my enclosure, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a place like outside my home? Yeah. Hmm. Well, my brother lives nearby, and I'm very grateful for that. I like to spend time with him. Um, my office is very close, so I'm I like to be here too. But yeah, no, nowhere, nowhere crazy.
1: Nowhere crazy. Okay, okay. Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some just wear many hats solutions. Let's make a pentril wear many hats pin sometime.
0: Let's do it, dude. Let's do it. Make that happen. So. All right, fine. I will I, You're right. That's on that's on me. That's on me.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm like, yeah, dude, go make one.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, this would be so sick. So sick. If you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be?
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. Um so I um I've always wanted to get like a Coldplay lyric as a tattoo. And I do think this one would be really good because it, it sounds like really hard. um. But from like the song yellow for you, I'd bleed myself dry. Yeah.
1: It would that. be that. I knew, yeah. I knew you were going to, I knew you were going to choose yellow. I I just knew it. You were giving.
0: Oh. I was giving yellow. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah. That's, that's the one. And you know, yeah, it's just, I, I. was like, it was a very formative band for me when I was in my youth.
1: Same, I love it when people are open and vulnerable about Coldplay.
0: Oh, I'm like, I'm too old to care. I don't, I don't care about anything. I don't care what anybody thinks about me anymore. I'm like, yeah, Coldplay's sick. Are you kidding me? Like, you lie if you don't like Coldplay. You lie. You lie.
1: You're you're lying. You're yeah, lying. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly,
1: and I would be lying if I didn't say that when I went to Seoul for the first time, I kept listening to that Coldplay BTS song over and over and over. Wait,
0: who was you? Were me? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's great. I'm so happy for you. Send it to me.
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's out there. I'm just I saying. There's that a like,
0: BTS Coldplay song.
1: Yeah, and it is it would it was playing everywhere in every department store you would go to every mcdonald's but like
0: damn
1: i i don't know what i mean i love pop music for some odd reason so much that like i don't know Uh, everybody
0: loves pop everyone
1: loves pop music but that song i just i don't know yeah i was like wow they actually cracked the the code even though that album, that song was on, is the worst album in their damn story. On no. The
0: I mean, I say that and I don't really listen to the new albums, but...
1: Of course, um, the new albums are like, you can't. It's just hard to, because we're just so stuck in the yellow days, you know?
0: No, totally. I do... Um, I mean, I think it's cool that they can continue to stay relevant, but, like, A Rush of Blood to the Head and, and uh, Parachutes are, like... Yeah, my number ones for sure. I know I sound like an old head saying that, but
1: No, definitely not. I you know I I love Radiohead too, but Coldplay was first for me, and then Radiohead. I yeah I, mean, I don't wish it the other way like I don't wish it the other way around. But I you know I love Radiohead just as much as Coldplay. It's a controversial yeah. take, but
0: no, we don't have to rank. Where everything can exist simultaneously. I I also love Radiohead. Um, and I was like, I was a really big emo kid Same in way. high school. So sometimes I actually recently I've been like dipping into like the emo, um, pop punk stuff, especially because like, you know, Midwestern emo is like a thing now, right?
1: It is. I can't go back though. I, I, I tried, <laughs> I, I tried to go back to, to, to emo, but it's not hitting. The most I can go back to is, I mean, this is even emo- No, I can't. I'm not. I'm not even- say it. Say no, it. No, 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 There's no, no, no.
0: trust me. This is. I mean, I will not shave.
1: No, 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 no. True, true. You will not shave me. But I'm just saying that, like, the pop punk stuff that people are going towards now, I just can't seem to go back to it. Like all the new bands creating their own pop punk. It's mm-hmm. like it's just not making sense to me. And then I don't know emo. You know, people are still trying to figure out the whole emo genre with like it's kind of funny. I to this day and I I don't I was like a sad boy
0: in that realm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not a sad boy anymore.
0: Me neither. Yeah, it's it's really hard to access like that level of like angst. Right. I just I just can't get there anymore, and so now I feel like you relate to it on a different level. It's purely nostalgic. I'm like I do remember at one point, like literally, like laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, and like playing whatever, like CDs on my brother's like stereo, and just really being in my feelings, and I I actually. I do feel like a little bit sad for myself that I can't access that anymore. Right. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. we live alone in a really expensive apartment now. That, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's already. This, uh,
0: real life hits you. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Think, there are other things that are way more sad than like, my
1: oh, feelings. my God.
0: Yeah, this this person's like MSN name changed. Yeah. And- <laughs> now ours are not like synced <laughs> up anymore to like the same right. band and what does this mean like i can't i can't dissect my of like how people behave and project the same way anymore
1: no not anymore not anymore yeah. the little things make me happy like i mean they don't even make me happy anymore i like i <laughs> sell a bunch of shit on facebook marketplace Money comes in i'm like not even thinking about it i'm like cool it's out of what did you house. buy no, I'm just selling. I'm just Oh, okay,
0: okay, okay. But I'm so you're like, cleansing.
1: I'm cleansing. I'm cl- yeah. I'm always cleansing. I'm always cleansing. I'm always downsizing. I'm always going to this like nomadic self of mine, but I just feel that like now I'm not emotionless, but like I uh-huh. <laughs> I can't I like <laughs> I care. But I'm just like. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Wait, what's your sign? Okay, okay, okay. Okay.
0: I'm a Libra, but I was I was told by a friend yesterday that Libra men are the most emotionally slow, and so it did cross my mind that maybe you are a Libra man.
1: If I was a Libra man, I don't think I'd have a podcast.
0: You think that's a Capricorn behavior? Yes. It is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
1: Andrew, plug your socials. Where can people find you?
0: Um, <laughs> I'm uh, well, Pintrell's easy. Pintrell. I on, on, on Instagram, I'm at young Andrew with a V. I don't recommend anybody follow me on Twitter, but if you're like a pain or a glutton for pain, it's loved by animals.
1: Great, great Twitter handle right there
0: thank you thank you yeah it's my my like first tumblr handle so i, I recently switched back on twitter because i was like feeling a little nostalgic
1: so good, so good. <laughs> thank you andrew for coming on wear many hats it was great to have you
0: no thank you dude this was really fun we should do it again jk
1: yeah definitely <laughs> a part two i'm so uh, i'm so <laughs> down Wow. Till next time, this is Where Many Hats presented by Jassar, and I'm Rashad. Peace. Thank
0: you. Bye.